and we are recording. So drawn out. Hey, good people. Welcome back. I'm Ashley. I'm Sheena. Oh, I thought you were going to go full name there. <laughs> we are the voices behind Jesus Business and Culture. What up? JBC. I knew you were going to say that. I have to. It's like a thing. The Are, are you going to sing this episode? I don't know why I'm asking these I don't, like, redundant uh, what? questions. What? Rhetorical huh? questions. I don't, I don't know. Today. I don't know. The word, sing. The wordle got me today, so I'm like over it. Oh my God, the wordle was so great. I felt very uh, challenged in my attempt. I don't. Th- I. So what happens if you get to sex and don't get to word? Do you just you, miss you it for the day? Our friend, you didn't see she posted. She sent no, us who a posted text. it? She sent us a text that that was like, <laughs> "Y'all didn't tell me the y'all didn't tell me the rules," and it gives you the answer. You only get six tries. Wait, no, I thought she got it yesterday. Oh. You only get six tries. And then what? It gives you the answer and then mm-hmm. you're just like fail for the day? Yeah, you fail. Your streak your streak is broken. No, I refuse to accept that. Are you guys out there playing Wordle? Let us know. We would love to uh, see how you're doing. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten two in the past since I've been playing where uh, I got it on the second try. That's impressive. Woo woo. Yeah. I have like a go-to start word. I, I Here's the thing. I wish you don't didn't give me these things. You're welcome. Because I'd be like minding my own business, head in the sand, just like plugging along, working my eight jobs. And then you give me something and I'm hooked. It's like scratch-offs. It's the reason I don't play scratch-offs that often. That, yeah, you've been on them this week. No, I have not been on them this week. Last week, sorry. I But I only played the once. I won 40 bucks and was like, see, I haven't even cashed them in because I know once I go in there, I'm going to get a, gonna get a gonna hankering. She's going to be itching. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be like Ashy Larry talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I like Wordle, but I wish you didn't give it to me because it gives me, I wake up and I'm like, devotional Wordle devotion yeah like she sends me her <laughs> grid at like 6 a.m i'm still i sweet. mean in fairness i've been up an hour and a half at 6 a.m so it doesn't matter like a good anywho so you're i will say that the fact that i know that you started with the same letters helped help you me today. out i'm not doing that anymore <laughs> help me today i'm not helping you it helped me today because you knew which words were letters were in it i oh, just I'm knew not, that that, not, that was it no i'm not helping you anymore yeah. I'm going I'm to use the same letters, but I'm going to mix the word. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, speaking of what we're supposed to be starting with is the devotional and not Wordle. Let's get into our worship songs. Yeah, you can go first. Oh, always me go first. You're always Nuh-uh, no, because last, last time, All right, I, I think I was. One off episode. One? I mean, I probably had several. You're the music person. Like, you want me to freestyle and talk about what's happening in the world? Got it. Kind of. Kind of. Do it. Um, but my worship Tell me, song, what's happening in the world? Uh, we're going to talk about what's happening in the world. That's okay. literally the whole reason of our podcast. Jesus, business, and culture. Right. So we're going to start with Jesus. Um, my worship song. <laughs> <laughs> my worship song Always. of the episode is called reason to praise um it's bethel music which i know is a little bit controversial just in general um but it features naomi and as i've mentioned before naomi could sing me the abcs and i would probably find a reason to be like in the spirit um and so anyways it's called reason to praise bethel music featuring uh cory what's his name ashbury asbury asbury i never say his name ashbury right. I put that H in it. You do. <laughs> like, like Sherbert does not all, have I think we need to talk about R's that. in there. I think we need to talk about that. Is it Sherbet? I, is it Sorbet? Is it? No, because it. <laughs> <laughs> I just. 
Hey, I may, I may have to pause the podcast right now. Uh, no, no. Is- <laughs> because you know that's that first, that first birthday baby shower black punch with the My orange, is, with the or- with the orange sherbet. Any letters in it, and we're gonna call it orange. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I remember I went to the store. I was like, oh my gosh, they have more than orange sherbet. <laughs> my and point it's is, sherbet. Black people are going to do whatever they want. They're going to put whatever <laughs> letters they want in there and pronounce it however what, they want. How, what was your. Uh, and Oh my gosh, we are so <laughs> off topic right now. But this is, what was what was the recipe for the punch that you guys use with sherbet, sherbet, sorbet? Vanilla ice cream. Okay ginger sprite okay ginger ale honestly i can't even remember i just remember oh, that girl, big bowl of pun- I, it was I, just it was just sherbet orange sherbet and sprite for us yeah but when it was really fancy my my aunt hopey would put scoops of vanilla ice Ooh. cream in it like kind of like a float oh okay um so Ooh, yeah that's like a dreamsicle from yeah, uh, that's exactly what it tasted yeah, like yeah okay sorry. so i think it was like if sprite probably seven up back in the gap Mm. um orange sorbet <laughs> sherbet <laughs> and sherbet. um and yeah and a couple scoops of like vanilla ice cream happy black history month guys listen we're gonna sherbet get into it. does not have uh, we just two r's it is we have to keep it in i can't it wait is to listen sherbet. Back to it. it is sherbet or sorbet um, is it really sherbet because <laughs> <laughs> who wants to say like hey go give me some sherbet okay i just need you to know that <laughs> I have a reason to praise. My God, I need you. And this is the joy of the Lord for us right yeah. now. Um, so, oh, oh my God, I have actual giggles. Oh, man, tear. I got tickled. Oh, oh that man. was funny. Okay, all right, all right, okay. all right. <clears throat> Jesus. So, reason to praise. So, I love this song. It grows on me. We were joking but as we were, like, eating dinner and, like, um, prepping because on the days that we record, Sheena cooks dinner because... That's her love language to me because I hate to cook and she doesn't love to cook, but she knows that I'll starve if she doesn't cook dinner. Anyways, we were talking about how this song grows on you and it's because I'm in the car all the time, but the words itself are so great. Um, The second verse says, when I'm out of faith, you are still faithful. When I'm at my worst, you are still good. And all of my questions, you are the answer. It all points to you. You're the God of the breakthrough when I'm breaking down. You'll be working a way through when there's no way out. And I just love that, like, it's just like a reminder that even in your most struggle moments, like when you're fully on the struggle bus, strapped in, one-way ticket, it feels like there's no way out. Like, you still have a reason to praise. And it's like after the two years that we've had legitimately coming up on two years of a panorama, a lot of, like, fluctuating feelings, emotions, circumstances like there's like there's always a reason to praise and yeah. i just i like the reminder of it i like the simplicity of the song it's got like a nice little like just even keel to it that it I, has a little country twang yeah i mean a hundred percent country twang i still and, got a reason to praise 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 i wanted to sing it but sheena you know voice made for heaven so sheena sang it for you so that's my worship song of the episode gonna be on our apple music playlist and that's spotify we done with them. oh lord we're gonna talk about that 
What about you? What you got? My song is called Same God by Elevation Worship. Same God, Sherbert or Sorbet. <sighs> Same I'm, thing. I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> um, anyway, but this song is just, I mean... It's just basically saying like you're the same God today that you were back then. And it goes through like some of the um, like the characters. So the God of Jacob, the God of Moses. Not the characters, but keep going. Uh, the characters. <laughs> I didn't say characters. I mean, the Bible's really just a beautiful it, it story. Is. It's so a it's beautiful okay to story. Say that. The, the people of in the Bible. Um, <laughs> so the God of Jacob, the God of Moses, the God of Mary, God of David. He goes through them all. Uh, all of those and to me this is just a great cry out song Mm. uh and this the i mean the the verse is is very simple oh god oh god oh god my god i need you oh god my god i need you now how i need you now uh oh rock oh rock of ages i'm standing on your faithfulness on your on your faithfulness um but it's just so simple and just um a reminder to you know whenever you're going through things whenever you are facing uh just something in your life like just remember to cry out to God and it doesn't even have to be like you know when you pray it doesn't even have to be something long and drawn out or uh super um uh like a like like a theologian or anything like that just like god i need you i need you in this situation Mm -hmm. i need you now amen that's all that's all it takes and so um with that simple song it's is just a good reminder to just continue to call out on god and to and also just a reminder that like all he was the god of all of those people Mm -hmm. and he's still the god of us right now even in the midst of a crazy you know past couple of years uh he still he still sits on the throne he's still faithful um we've we've talked about how god has really been faithful to us um in our in our lives and our friends lives and and just you know whenever you're faced with anything um ashley loves um the stones oh yeah memorial memorial stones you know just go back um, and that's why this song is talking about you're the God of Joseph, you're, uh, you're the God of Jacob, you're the God of Moses, you're the God of Mary, you're the God of David. Um, he's the God of Rashina. He's the God of Ashley. And so just pull out those memorial stones uh, whenever you're having um, a tough time and just remember that, like, even in the midst of that, God showed up and God was there for you. Um, and that's it. And I did not have anything to say with this song when I press record today and thank you Lord for giving me that download <laughs> yeah yeah I actually really like this song too not actually but I really like this song too um there's one verse in it that says I'm calling on the God of David who made a shepherd boy courageous I may not face Goliath but I've got my own giants mm. and I like I list to your point I, I love the we like to think of like David and Goliath as this like big story but it's like it's just a metaphor for what you're facing in your life what is the goliath in your life and like we like to think that like god made david this like courageous warrior he didn't he just made him simply courageous which is is exactly what you need and that's enough um that's like my favorite little line of that song yeah god gives you everything you need one hundo one hundo so 
Um, we. I'm sorry about the giggle fest. We might giggle some more. Who knows? That's I, I don't know. Maybe that, I don't know why that. <laughs> we might that giggle. Sorbet really got me going. Um, Sherbet. But we are. You mentioned <laughs> Black History Month as we Happy decided that Black History Month. that Black people will make any say whatever they whatever. want. Whatever. Uh, make anything a different and whatever. And I love that about us. Um, Tom Brady tried to come out on February 1st and announce his retirement and make Black History Month about him. I'm being facetious, but you guys get my point. Uh, and I would Bri- be surprised. And then Brian Flores said, not today, Satan. Not today. Not today. So for those of you who are not up on it, Brian Flores was formerly the coach of the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. He was the first coach in, I think they said, 18 seasons to have two back-to-back winning seasons, which is insane. And after those two winning seasons, he was let go. I remember standing in the office with my boss, with a couple of young adults who are graduate students studying, you know, business and sports management. And we were all like stunned, like, wait, what? Like they won for the first time. Like they had two consecutive winning seasons. They started out like losing and then ended with like a seven, eight game winning. Yeah. And so it comes out that. Uh, he f- has filed a class action suit against the Miami Dolphins and several other teams about the hiring practices. So we're going to focus on that. But the one thing that I want to point out is also in his suit. And this is like something that I feel like we're like glossing over in the media is that the owner of the Miami Dolphins, Brian Flores, has accused Stephen Ross, owner of the Miami Dolphins, of offering to pay him $100,000 for every loss. So... First and foremost, I would say clearly Brian Flores is a man of integrity because if it was about money, if he was making this lawsuit solely about money, he would have just collected those checks and made some roster adjustments because there are legal ways ways. to manipulate the game. You're putting players on IR. Right. You are um, calling plays differently. You're being less aggressive and going for, you know, a fourth down, a first down or a touchdown or whatever the case may be. So there are within the rules ways to get around the rules there are loopholes within the rules so the fact that he was like pass no thank you like confirms for me that he's like i'm this is this is bigger than me like he's made it public like i may never coach again but like we need to make change yeah and my thing and i'm looking at the record right now he was only with him three seasons first season he went five and eleven they finished fourth in the afc east second season ten and six finished second in the AFC East. And then he finished this season nine and eight, third in the AFC East. Like best record that they probably like you said, like that they've had it's the first back to back winning season and in almost a, two decades. And with a quarterback that I don't think he wanted. He definitely didn't want and who was consistently hurt. Right. Because what they wanted was for them to tank so that they could get Joe Burrow. And I I don't care. The media keeps saying this. Ironically, if he had tanked, they would have gotten Joe Burrow. That's who's not, like that's, I do not care. We are here for the now. Well, and the thing is, is like the integrity of the game is like the one thing that these professional sports teams and the NCAA, for that matter, like stand on. Like games are not decided beforehand. They're not decided in the office or in in the C-suite or whatever the case may be. Like we play the game to play the game to play the game. Like we have banned referees in the NBA. We have banned players like Pete Rose from the from the MLB Hall of Fame because he bet on himself. He, bet on himself. he never said like, "Oh, I'm gonna go out here and swing and miss." Pete Rose said, "I'm gonna get X amount of hits. My batting average is gonna be this. Fight me, right. basically." And he bet on himself, and they still are like, "You're a cheater." Even though he didn't cheat on any games, he bet 
and gambled on himself. Right. And and just talking about gambling, like even the gamblers that are out there, that's a part of the business. Mm-hmm. They're part of DraftKings and all of that. So like you're even cheating the gamblers. Yeah. I mean, the it integrity is, of the is game a, is like the foundation of right. what it is. Like it, it's, it's such a ripple effect mm-hmm. of cheating. So in, in his lawsuit, he basically says that um, th- there's been like sham interviews. Oh my gosh, we have to get into the uh, black Brian, white Brian. Oh my gosh, yeah. Tell them about that. So basically, in the in the lawsuit, if you guys haven't read it, uh, it talks about a and they provided screenshots of a text conversation that he had with the coach of the uh, New England Patriots, Bill Belichick. And where he basically says, like, I hear congrats are in order. And he was like, for what, coach? And he was like, for the New York job. Giants, question mark? Giants, question mark. And he was like, no, I interviewed with them on Thursday. So, like, say two or three days from now. And he was like, basically was like, oh, wrong, (laughs) wrong. Well, Brian Flores asked him, are you talking about me or Brian, whatever the, yeah. the, ever the coaches that they just, that mm-hmm. the New York Giants just hired? And Bill Belichick, to his credit, was honest. He said, oh, man, I, I, he, used the, I, he used the F word. He said, oh, man, I, I messed this up. messed this up. Whatever the case may be. And it was what I found interesting is how Brian Flores' language completely changed. He yep. said, thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Not, no, not coach. The, the entire two or three screenshots. Coach. Was all coach. Because he, he, he worked for him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, both of the Bills, both of the Bryans, excuse me, worked for Bill Belichick at some point in their career, right? Yep. So, like, he has a mentor, you know, leader relationship with both of these guys. So, he basically said that, like, he went and did his interview and did his best, but he knew it was a sham because they had already made a decision prior to even hiring him, which is proof in his in his lawsuit which is evidence, I should say, that um, it was just to fulfill the Rooney Rule. And the Rooney Rule is a rule that was put in place in the NFL in 2003 that essentially says that for all head coaching jobs and executive positions, you have to hire, I think, you have to interview, excuse me, two minority candidates. Right. Um, and one of them has to be in person because they really got away from it in the last two years where they were just like Zoom interviewing somebody for like 30 minutes and like checking a box. <laughs> like interview them. And so what I find so interesting is that um, he has multiple situations. He's obviously a well-respected, um, prepared, eligible, qualified coach. Yeah. His I, players I, love him. I was shocked when they said he was We gone. were all shocked, right? Like, like wait, what? All shocked. So he also said that when he interviewed for the Denver Broncos job several years ago that John Elway and several other executives showed up almost an hour late and clearly um, hung over. I think he used the word um, hurting from the night before, mm-hmm. unprepared, et cetera, et cetera. So the Rooney Rule is like it came about in 2003 for this exact reason, because a group of people got together and sued the NFL for like hiring practices. You're right. So. I think what I'll be interested in is like who cooperates his story. Yeah. Cause there's gotta be people who knew what's up. They said they have evidence. So. And I want, I cause like, the, the NFL, their, their statements, the first statement was like, Oh, we're going to look into this. The second one was like, we take this very seriously. And like, it was definitely like the first one was just like, ah, we're going to cover our butts. The second one though was like, 
oh, I think we need to cover our butts. Yeah, because I mean, there's got to be evidence, right? Like there's got to be a situation where he has screenshots. And because the audacity of these owners Mm -hmm. to be like, who's going to check me? Yeah, emails, the amount of emails even from the Raiders from Gruden. First of all. And all of that. Because there's still more to that Washington Commanders, whatever, Commodores, whatever. (laughs) The football team. It's still more to that. Uh, first of all, and then they put the, they never then released they, the report. Then they put the black man in charge to to clean it up. Well, we could have a whole cute, spinoff episode, respectfully, a whole spinoff uh, episode on that situation because we joke all the time that like that was an organization that we knew from jump not to work for. I don't have a single peer friend in the sports industry who has not had a horrific male or female minority white whatever the case may be who has not had a horrific experience working for working that team for them. so the fact that out of all of that two years of investigation the only thing came out was that john gruden who did not work <laughs> for the organization like sent some some horrible emails like that's a whole while he's got a right. lawsuit in himself right he like because they definitely threw him under the bus but I'm very intrigued. I'm very plugged in in the Ryan Flores case. I'll be very intri- intrigued to see who joins him because I do not think he can stand this case up on his own. I think we saw from Kaepernick that like, um, if you don't have like tremendous support, it'll be a challenge. And then you know the Cleveland Brown former Cleveland Browns coach, I think his name is Hugh Jackson. I might have. Mm-hmm. We'll put that maybe in the notes so that I messed that up. But he came out and said like, oh yeah, like tanking was a thing. I was never allowed to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. He was at the Browns. He was at the Browns. Right? At the Browns. Yeah. Um, Y'all know how they bat. They suck. Yeah, and I just, I just like think about the fact that like these coaches are qualified, good, eligible, and like are having hard times finding jobs. And meanwhile, like they're we're just rotating the same like mediocre coaches into situation to your point of like coaches have a short leash black right. coaches have a short leash black coaches definitely have a short leash um i was reading an article and it was said it said that no black coach has ever been the coach of three nfl teams and that romeo cromel is the closest he coached two and he was the interim coach of a third for part of the season and before today's hiring <laughs> there were ha- there was only one black coach and that's mike tomlin who gets disrespected at every single turn this even this past season um like mid-season they were having a little difficulty you know they weren't up there I think they may have been like 500 or something like that and they asked him if he was considering coaching college football and he has one of the highest winning percentages of any active coach any active coach I think he actually has never finished uh, NFL season with a losing record right I think it's like <clears throat> excuse me I think the most has been like he's been 500 he's been five which I think this year he finished 500 yeah so he and he's been the coach for forever he's been years. there the whole time rapist burger has been there rapist burger yep which I, I have that's where my mixed emotions come in but oh yeah but you want yeah. to for the black coach but right. you're like, the quarterback is controversial uh, yeah and so yeah I I just in in the, the Dolphins today, they did hire a bi, biracial, a biracial coach. And I just want y'all to see. I just want y'all to look up the picture of this man. They say his dad's grandmother is black. No, not his dad's grandmother. His dad's mother is black. His grandmother is black. 
his dad's mother is black. <laughs> I don't know why they said it that way. Like, that's it's such a weird said. thing that his dad, his his, his grandmother, grandmother on his dad's his side, paternal, his paternal. Like, so he's got a black grandmother. Yeah. Like, okay, thank you so much. But yeah, yeah. But if I man, when you see this, I was like, what in the actual? I mean, anyway, it is what it is. I I really think the, I think in addition to the importance that is the hiring, which we all knew was a problem. We all want to see change. Like, you know, my students are working every day writing racial and gender report cards, reporting on this situation in all of the leagues. Right. Um, and and this, is, this is not reflective just of sports. This is reflective of America, right? Like, this is reflective of Fortune 500 country, Fortune 500 companies, excuse me, um, of start all the things, right? Like this is, this is systematic. This is not like a new thing. But what I'll be intrigued at is, is like what the evidence is and what happens to Stephen Ross. Because as an owner, to impact the integrity of the game is a huge deal. That's huge. And I know we like to cover it up because I know the Patriots had those tapes and Roger Goodell burned them and we all of that. But like this is that is like the thing that is quiet that I feel like we're kind of like, oh, let's talk about the black and white thing, which. 100% I want us to talk about I want us to blow up I want us to fix I want us to make massive change but I don't want us to like let Stephen Ross like skate by in that fact that he was literally throwing games and not in a we players are on IR or players are whatever like that's that's wild it's very wild so um, so a lot of wild things happening wow 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 yeah yeah so speaking of wild <laughs> oh wow in 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 the month of february which is black history month it's been seven days we're recording this on february 7th and there's been so much that's happened including joe rogan i don't even know why why am i giving him this much time on my podcast i i don't know but it's i mean it's 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 a part of culture also business um so joe rogan spotify um you know joe rogan is racist (laughs) period Uh, period uh he his podcast is a podcast of just wild misinformation um even regarding covid which which is so funny because his podcast when it first when they first when when um the vaccine and everything first came out he was for it. He was like, I hope America wakes up. And there's a clip of him from on his podcast. Talking was about, Trump like, still in office? I'm not sure. Uh, that's probably something to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely that's a good that's a good point. But he was for the vaccine. And it was like, I hope America wakes up and takes the vaccine. Da, 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 da. Now this Joker has flipped the switch and basically, I mean, he's he's making money off of fear. He has a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify and he has provided a lot of wrong information on his podcast uh, regarding the vaccines, uh, regarding COVID. And then there is a compilation of the amount of times that he has said the N word on his hard R on his podcast and he has a black wife wait what yeah 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 so uh his wife is the uh um the widow 
or I don't know if she was still with him, of the guy from H-Town who died. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. Wait, she not, what? Yeah, girl. And he, he adopted the daughter, the the mixed daughter. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll confirm. I'm, I'm okay. Com- I'm going to confirm that a little bit more. I'm going to confirm that. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. So I think you want to get into like how Spotify, the, the, what's happening is that other artists like Joni Mitchell and I'm drawing a uh, Neil name. Young. Neil Young are taking their Neil music. Young was, Neil Young was the first to say like, I'm taking my music off the platform because of his content. Um, NDRE actually put mm-hmm. together a video and the compilation and she was just like, this is the reason why she's taking her music off of Spotify. Um, and you know, the Spotify CEO came out and, and had this, um, I guess, sent this email to his staff saying like, you know, you guys, you have to suffer through this. But basically, and he condemned the racial slurs and the misinformation, but he said the company won't silence him and that that is not the way that they want to go. I have a I have a lot of issues with this. Mm-hmm. And here and here and here's the first one. We can agree. We can agree to disagree on a lot of things. Human rights and racism, homophobia, xenophobia, all the things like human rights, treating people kindly. I cannot get behind We cannot agree to disagree on you being hateful on you, on you spreading hate on you stirring up people who also think like you. First and foremost, free speech is one thing. Hate speech different different concept i really struggle with that second thing that i really struggle with is these people who don't and i don't know joe rogan i'm just gonna say this as an example but like how you can get on tv get on a podcast that's got you know millions of followers whatever the case may be and like share stuff that you don't actually believe in like all of these people who are like don't get the vaccine because of this, 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 and this, and this. But like, you got the vaccine. You got the vaccine. And it's just it. Like that's what really throws me. So you have a black wife. You've adopted black children. And Sorry, I know that that she's does- not. She's not black. The wife is white. The daughter is biracial. Okay, so you get so, my point. But Sorry. I just want to. Cl- I just. Wanted I said I would. It. I said that I was going to check the tape on that, and I want to make sure I cleared. Yes, it up. thank you. And he did adopt her. And so, like, I'm not saying that you can't be racist, and you know, I have a black friend or I know black people, but like. You can, there's just no way that you can sit down with your daughter at dinner and say like, oh, you know what? Like, this is probably fine to just, you know, use the N word and spread misinformation and all the case. Like it just I just don't know how these people sleep well at night living an entire lie so publicly. I feel that way about like Fox News people like and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm this is a blanket statement like I know that that's not the case for every single person I watch Fox News and I watch CNN because I want to hear why well, what's happening over over there right but like everybody on Fox News has been vaccinated right and like to get on TV and be like this is unsafe and I don't trust it it's just like it's fundamentally untrue that you believe that and it's weird to me that like you go home and like close your eyes and sleep well yeah, I I don't know how you're able to. I feel like there are people that should haunt you if you like. I mean, there has to there, be like there has to be you 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 can't. I there you just can't. But I know that that's the case because I mean that's what this country has been built off of, like slavery and whipping people into their the meat show on their oh. on their back and. 
and killing people and hanging people and having hanging parties and all of this kind of stuff. So it's in our DNA of the of of the America cuckoos, um for people to be able to deal with that type of stuff and it's normal and it's fine. You know, there are probably some people that don't sleep well at night because we're not in the situation. That's that's how racist I know. But we we are as a country like it is is really bad and it is it is deeply rooted. And I think I've said it before, but until we are able to uh, uh, say publicly and confess the sins of what has happened like I don't think we will ever be able to get past it. We have to acknowledge the 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 terrible things that have happened yeah, in America. And instead, we're doing the opposite. Like we don't want white children to feel sad. Like why or wh- shame or guilt? Why over- are bookstores they have like signs that that says like banned books? I just for people to be able to read. I appreciate those bookstores. I really do. I think there's some that's amazing. But like. I think Lord of the Flies was on there. Like what? Lord of the Flies. There's all kinds. I was listening to this podcast the other day. I think it was like This American Life. It was talking about this. Like I can't remember the name of it. I'm totally gonna butcher it. But like our friends who have you know elementary, middle school kids. It's like a, a, this black guy wrote a book basically about himself, and he went to like a predominantly white. I don't know if it was a Catholic school or, but it was a private school nonetheless. And he talks about his experience, but like in a kid fashion, right? Like mm-hmm. and. They, he, the, the school in Texas, your state, had mm-hmm. had a book. He was coming to do a book reading, and the kids were so excited about. It. One mom was like, "No, I don't believe that this happened to him. That they that anybody would call a black boy an Oreo, or like all these things that were like. First of all, we've all experienced like right. the the subtle, real quiet. Is this your real hair? Oh my god, you cut your hair. Your hair got longer overnight. And I'm like, your out mama. of my face, out of my face, Karen. Your mama. Um. But anyways, like, I just, like, we're so concerned about, like, what these kids might feel. But, like, we're not concerned at all with, like, what our kids have to feel and go through. Like, it's just. And if you think that there's nothing wrong, if you think it's so horrible for kids to learn about it, like, how do you think it was to experience it? Experience it. it. And if we can't acknowledge it, if we're like, well, we just want to keep um, air quotes our kids safe and like kids, like, you're not living in reality. And to your point, like. It, it's like the seal of the curse, like until you do right. Until you do right by me. Until you do right by me. And I appreciate it and I do and I know that we, we've we haven't gotten off topic. This is still on topic, but I appreciate the black parents that are actually coming back and fighting and saying like, Nah, I I don't like what's being taught to my kids. Right. If you if you're gonna do that, let's uh, where we're gonna we're gonna come with the same energy. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate them um for for standing up and doing that because I I do think that I mean his our history is already watered down. Oh it's so already watered down. Already watered down. Oh Rosa Parks she sat down. Right. And like like she was just exhausted. And then she the, didn't know anything about it. And the then issue. the laws were changed. Right. And then <laughs> wait what? <laughs> Like, oh, wait a minute <laughs> we we boycotted the buses for a little bit uh, wait a minute like but this like, was it was like what, over a year it was like a couple of years it was like a like a two to three year like it was a long time strategic plan but yeah so anyway joe rogan so what do you think do you think that spotify should kick joe rogan off so i do 
um, because they are paying him to be on the platform. A lot of money. A hundred million dollar deal. To be, it's not like me and your platform, our podcast being on here, where we're just on there. And if this happens to go viral, then we'll get some, um, uh, or we get a lot of views. We'll be able to get some money from sponsorships or ads or stuff like that. Like that's not it. Like they are paying him to be on the platform to keep their listenership up, and there's an audience for him. There's an audience for him, and which is the sad part that there is an audience for him. And I listen. I believe in freedom of speech, but I also believe in consequences due to your freedom of speech. Um, and so I do think that they can they should pull it because his content is divisive, and it's incorrect. Like the amount of time, like they pulled over a hundred episodes from his platform for using racial slurs, and that's just probably the ones that they could could search in and from transcripts transcripts. and and and, you know i mean like that a hundred plus do you know we're only on episode 33 and we've been going at this for two and a half years so just think about the amount of content that he's pushing out but the thing is is like they offered him a hundred million dollar deal knowing who he was it wasn't like they were like hey this guy's got um it wasn't like he flipped the switch it wasn't like hey he was doing really wholesome um, level balance reporting on social in- issues and political issues and then he flipped the script and now we're like stuck in this deal with him to me it's like no different than like the white parents and the white people who were spitting at ruby bridges while she was integrating schools in louisiana or the kids in the at the uh cafe counter in greensboro like those people they're these are their grandkids yeah. And we don't like to talk about that, but we like to think that like Rosa sat down, we changed the laws, everybody could vote and everything was fine. But there's 50% of America who didn't want that and they raise kids. Yep. They raise kids, they bred. And then those those people raise kids. Because and if you think about alive. how old those kids like Ruby Bridges is younger than my parents. She's younger than 60s. both of my parents. She's in her 60s. So like if she has kids they're our age. And the people, those kids that was throwing rocks and those parents and stuff and holding up signs and stuff, they are in their 60s and they have grandkids and kids. The parents who are throwing rocks, kids are our parents. Mm -hmm. And now we're here. Like, everyone likes to think that, like, I don't know where these Joe Rogan followers came from. I'm like, what do you mean? From their grandparents. (laughs) From their grandparents. Like, what what you mean? Their grandparents. And so. We need a reckoning. And I, I love that you just brought it back to Jesus that, like it's the it's it's our it's our country's original sin it's the original sin and we have to we got to admit it and we have to uh confess that um and in order to move forward and if not we're just gonna stay in the same cycle um and you know i i appreciate the parents of all um races and all of that that are teaching their kids about the 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 things that are happening and the truth, the truth behind what's happening and, and having the hard conversations and asking the questions. I appreciate you because I do think that it starts at home. Um, and you just have to continue to, um, just encourage for them to, to seek out the truth and, and to just, you know, diversify your friend groups, all of that. But yeah. Seven days in the Black History Month. 
More to come. More to come. We're going to be traveling next week and come back and we'll report on NBA All-Star. It's in next week. Oh, my gosh. Literally next week. And it's Valentine's Day. I hate it when you do this. (laughs) Like, it's never funny to me. I don't enjoy it. Valentine's Day. Just like like Sherbert. (laughs) We're still having a Valentine's Day um, because we're still single. Mm. And um, as our best first godson would say, wait, I ain't shoot my shot today. Oh Lord, yo, anybody want to go on a Valentine's date? Like, let me know. It's a little late now. You made plans with me. Oh, or the night day before. Wow, y'all hear how raggedy she is? She my said, "Let's." <laughs> if somebody asks me out, I'm gonna ditch you for dinner. <laughs> I'm not mad I'm, at it. I'm gonna encourage you to go uh, out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Please, hit somebody him. ask her out so I can stay. I'm gonna hit him up on side chick day. I'm dead. The 16th or I mean the 15th or the 13th. Well, the 13th is Super Bowl, so we can't do that. I know. So awkward. Anyway, I just want you guys to know that Rashina was fully prepared to ditch me for our plan. Uh, I, that's it's fine. gonna be. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be. He not getting that day. I'm going to dinner by it's myself. It's gonna be side chick. It's gonna be side chick uh, day, so I'll see you on the fifteenth. We can see him on the fifteenth, and he can go get me the uh, the Walgreens fifty percent off buy buy one get three free. You guys were logging off. (laughs) All right, that's it. That's it. That's it. And as our best first godson would say, that's it. Peace out.